All right, guys, welcome to a very special episode of the MLM and Secret Info Show. For those of you who don't know me, my name is CJ Flood, and I have the absolute pleasure about sharing this information with you through this podcast, and I'm super excited to have you guys here. So today we're actually talking about burning relationships, because that just seems to be like the common theme that we have in MLM. It's ridiculous. Somehow we think that, you know, by doing the same thing over and over and over and over from company to company to company, year in, year out, year in, year out, that we're going to get different results. It's it's ludicrous, right? So I remember when I got started with my first MLM and, like, I was just, I was in the mode of learning. I was like, yeah, I just got to learn everything before I can actually go and do it. And then I finally started getting into action and Look, I started putting in a few people and teams started growing a bit, but like it was nothing anywhere near of what I wanted it to be. And that's the reality of it. It was just not what I wanted. And then I started, as I started going through this process, what I found out was for every person that I was putting in, like I would burn in relationships left, right and center, you know, more than I could keep up with. I couldn't keep up with the amount of relationships I was burning by trying to build new ones. And I just came like addicted to this whole, well, not even addicted, but like I just, I was searching for people to be able to talk to about my MLM. It was, it was just crazy. So I went from networking event to networking event to networking event. It was just, oh man, the amount of crappy networking events that I sat through, the amount of nights that I wasted. And look, there were some great ones and there's some great connections that I made that never joined my MLM that we went on to become friends and build relationships with long-term, and that's great. But the thing was, what I kept finding was even in that networking space, people just didn't want MLM jammed down their throat. Like, they just didn't want it. So many people had been there with different companies and different things in the past that it was almost like a... Um, it, it was like it, it just left such a bad taste just left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth that they didn't want to have to deal with people, you know, and knowing that. And that's where I was just like, this is this is crazy. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be. And it was like in that moment, I was just like, man, I've just got to make this work. You know, I, I see the power of MLM in this business model. It's phenomenal. You know, I had a really great product at the time and it was just, it was like the only thing that was missing was me being able to talk to more people about it. And that's where it was just so frustrating because like I couldn't see how people could not believe and be excited at the same level that I was. It just, it didn't cross my mind. It just didn't make sense to me, but that was the reality of it. I was trying to sell, you know, and talk to and present my MLM to people that just had no predisposition to wanting to buy it. They didn't want to buy it. They didn't wake up that morning and go, you know what? I want to buy that product. I want to join that MLM. They didn't do that. So I was trying to convince them the whole way through. And what I found so frustrating was my ML, like my upline, my MLM's upline and MLM leaders in general, they're like, oh no, you've got to qualify people. You've got to qualify them so that you can present it. You've got to qualify them so that they can see it. You've got to qualify them before you show what you have because reality is you've got you've got the best deal. You've got the best thing out there and they will be privileged to be a part of your team. And I was like, okay, well, right, I'll, I'll go down this process. So I went down this, this route of trying to qualify people. Next thing you know, like 
all of a sudden I had nobody that wanted to see it at all. Like at least the other way I was able to get some presentations done and get some people in. Now I was trying to qualify people and like people were like, eh, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's all good. I got enough going on. I was like, what the hell? Shit. Like, how is it that, how is this even possible? I'm trying to do the right thing by making sure that people are interested in it, but I just couldn't find anyone interested in it. Again, because I was just looking in the wrong place. I was talking to the wrong people. And you hear that time and time again, but it's like, you can't, like, I'm I'm never going to want to buy some things. Just the same as you're never going to want to buy some things and everyone's going to have some things that they will never, ever want to buy. Do you know how hard you've got to work to convince someone to buy that thing that they just really don't want to buy? Like, this. So here in Australia, we have uh, Ford and Holden, which is like uh, Chevy is very is like our Holden, um, you know, and obviously Ford as well. But there is a really close rivalry here in Australia, in particular between Ford and Holden. Like if you're a Holden fan, you you would just never buy a Ford. And to try and convince someone to buy a Ford would be like, it would, there would be literally no point. Because you'd be trying to push like this massive, big amount of friction up a hill, you know, like this, that's basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to fight the friction that they're giving you. And this was the same thing that I kept finding. I, I was trying to talk to these people that they didn't want to buy what I had. So I tried to qualify them and then I could never even show what it is that I had. So I was stuck in this real like limbo land. I was like, what the hell? This doesn't make sense. You know, I got real confused and I, I got really, I got freaking frustrated. Like I just wanted to, to make my MLM work because I knew the business model was amazing. I knew that if I could just start to get some momentum, that things would start to really roll for me. So I thought anyway, but the thing was, I just kept wanting to make it work so badly. I was just convinced that it had to. And it wasn't until, you know, I really had a good close look at things that I started to understand that it's not my MLM or my product or my training or anything. It's got nothing to do with that. What it actually has to do with is the fact that it just wasn't sitting right with me. Like deep down inside, I didn't want to be talking to those people about my MLM. Deep, deep down inside. I Once I uncovered that, things just opened up. Like this reality hit me where I was like, well, okay, well, now what do I do? And I was just like, well, I was stuck in this really weird limbo land. So I had this, this light bulb moment where I realized that I didn't actually want to be talking to these people about my MLM you know, as much as I cared for him and, you know, I wanted the best for him. It was just not what the people that I wanted in my team necessarily. So I was kind of stuck in this weird place where I was like, well, surely there's got to be people out there that I want in my team. So I actually went on this, this journey where I was like, well, you know what I'd really love to do. I'd love to sell my MLM online. You know, imagine if I could get people coming to me online, like, wow, what a crazy concept, right? And we'd all, you know, we'd heard about social media, um, you know, prospecting and all this sort of stuff and company events and how to do it. And 
how not to do it and all these different things. It was like there was a thousand of those both ways. It was ridiculous. And everyone had their own opinion with it. But I was like, still, there's there's nothing really concrete about it. So I really set out on this journey to figure out how I could market and actually sell my MLM online. And it was it was in the process of doing that that I started to uncover a couple of things. You know, the fact that letting people come to me is so important. Like the, the people, and this is what I, when I went out to learn this, this stuff to market my MLM, I actually ended up discovering a really hidden passion. I started my own marketing agency, started my own marketing company, and like it, it kind of rolled on from there. But along the way, I was able to, which was great because it helped fund my own learning to sell my MLM. It got me through in the meantime. But the thing was like what I learned from all these other industries that I was working with different clients was the fact that they they were able to actually just show me and 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 highlight to me these different principles from different industries where I could go, you know what, that's the thing that I've been missing for my MLM. But it wasn't just me. It was it was like the entire industry. It was it was everywhere. I was like, no, no one's doing this. And the people that are kind of doing it, and I just think they realize what they're actually doing because they'd be doing a lot more. So I went through this process of learning and and actually digging through it. And I found out that like once I can start to get people coming to me like I would in a normal business, a normal online business, you know, I would actually start to have a much higher conversion rate. And I can do so much more with that than, you know, whether I got their email address or whether I just, they watched a video or saw a webinar or whatever. I could, I could talk to that person, build a relationship with that person in a very different way. And I started to apply this just on a really small scale, um, you know, before recording this webinar. But it's just, it's really highlighted some amazing results. You know, and I was like, oh, then I started to connect the dots and see, well, that lead is kind of doing that and this lead is kind of doing that and and that person's doing this and this person's doing that. And it was just really started to open up all these different dots. So, guys, the, and I know that I'm kind of rambling on here, but I, I just want you to understand that when you when you first start out with MLM, you, your upline typically always says, you know, go out and talk to your friends and family and ask every second person you see, you see, you know, hey, do you keep your income options open? Like, it's oh, frustrates me that that one sentence like so much. You and you're gonna learn that. But the thing is, guys, they're always telling you this, and it's not because they don't want you to succeed. It's just they don't know a different way. They don't know the marketing principles that work that like I'm using. They don't know the marketing principle that some of these a very select few other people are using. You know, and that's where you've got to have a look at it and go, well, okay, this is an online business like any other online business that sells a product or a service and it's slightly different. You know, you've got to come up with the same things to do, to sell it like you would any other business. But for some reason, we, we kind of just thought that, you know, because we got into MLM and our upline told us that we didn't need that. They just told us to talk to friends and family that that was all we needed to be successful. 
and you you hear it's a numbers game. It's it's a, it's a numbers game. They always tell you the upline. Ever heard that from your upline? It's a numbers game. Just go through the numbers. You'll be right. Just go through the numbers. Yeah, you can go through the numbers all you want, but if you're talking to the wrong people, you know they've got to be able to one want what you're selling, and two be able to bloody pay for it. If you're not talking, if they don't meet at the very minimum those criterias, like you can have a, you're never going to sell it. So you've got to understand those these really simple things, guys. So I think that's kind of kind of wrap up today. Is you know, just understand that your MLM is like an, a normal online business. You know, it's like an e-commerce business or a high ticket coaching business. So it's very similar to affiliate marketing. Um, you know, and what the principles that they use there. It's it's so similar in so many different ways, these industries, but we haven't applied these marketing principles to MLM as an industry. You know, and those that have, have had amazing success. And like, I can literally count on one hand those that have. So this is, although those that have that I've found anyway, and this is why I'm doing this podcast. This is what this podcast is all about. It's not about me telling you what to do. It's just about me documenting the process and the story of what's happening because I want you guys to win. And I know that if I can just share what I'm doing and the successes or the the things that fail in this podcast, you're going to start to see a bit of a clearer path forward. So that's what this is all about, guys. So with that in mind, you know, just don't get too caught up in thinking on you know, these massive big scales, like an online business, you know, like we can often go to that place. So just come back and treat the MLM like a normal business. Understand that you, you need to get people coming to you and the process that they go through can vary widely, but you've got to get people coming to you and they've got to have this predisposition to buy from you. This They've got to have a desire to buy from you and also, they've got to be able to afford it. That's a really great help as well. So with that said, guys, thanks heaps for coming on to the second episode, which is really cool because I'm actually recording this on, or well, now it's only about 12 hours after the I recorded the first one, but it'll come out a bit later. And This is just really cool. I'm really enjoying this. And, and guys, this is going to be super cool. So thanks heaps, guys. Be sure to rate and subscribe and leave feedback and all this sort of cool stuff because the more I hear back from you guys, the more I can actually adapt and answer questions and change this up so you get the most value possible from this podcast because that's what it's really all about. All right, guys, have a great one and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.